Welcome to the Landlord's Resource. Hi there, my name is Jamie Swam, and I'm here with Connor Swam, and we are the hosts of the Landlord's Resource brought to you by Swam Property Management, where each week we provide practical content to educate and empower landlords just like yourself. So uh, Connor, what you been up to? I've been managing some property and uh, beating you uh, at some golf. Yeah, well, uh, let's just talk about the property management part and we'll just uh, leave the golf aside. That uh, Yeah, that was a rough outing. So, um, as you know, as a landlord, um, there, are, there are times where you need to move a tenant uh, out of a property uh, for a variety of reasons. And how you move that tenant out is enormously important. And so we had a recent experience of moving a tenant out and uh, we kind of put together a process as a result of that. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that process today. So um, Connor, kind of briefly describe the experience we're talking about. So in this case, we had an experience with a tenant where they had stopped paying rent and instead of uh, moving forward with the eviction process, we reached an agreement where the tenant would move the out of the property willingly. Uh, and so we were in the process of moving the tenant out of the property willingly. And uh, we hadn't, we didn't have a, a set process or a set system of things that needed to be done. You know, we knew we needed to do little things like the move out checklist, take pictures and whatnot, notify the owners and uh, get, get some information from the tenants. But we didn't have a set process that we were going to follow to move this tenant out of the property. Um, so it actually, it applies to not just tenants that you're having to evict, but we need to move it. We realized that we needed a move out process for every single time we move a tenant out of a property. Uh, and so that was basically the experience that I had. I came to the conclusion that we didn't have this process nailed down in stone, couldn't reference it anywhere. Uh, and so we really needed to, I realized we, we needed to create it actually pretty badly. So would you say the most challenging part of the process was, was actually not having a process to follow? <laughs> Uh, as weird as that sounds, yes, it was. So uh, everything that we do in the, at Swan Property Management is uh, de uh, designed and dictated from a system. So whenever we need to do any daily tasks or monthly tasks or yearly property inspections, it's all through a system. So the scheduling of that, the handling of that, the communication to all necessary parties is all handled by a system that we create. And so when I went to reference a system, for moving a tenant out of a property and having the property change hands from a tenant to us, I realized that we didn't have that. And so actually, yeah, you're right. The toughest part was not having the process and having to create it at the same time. Absolutely. And, and so the most important thing that we learned was we didn't yet have a process for this that was documented. And so we created the process and then uh, we documented it. And so now uh, from then on out, now we use the same process. So um, Connor, why don't you describe the process we put together? So uh, real quick, the five-step process that we have uh, is designed to protect the homeowner and the landowner uh, and the landlord and the tenant, right? So it is all based around documenting everything so perfectly so that if a claim arises from the tenant or even um, if, uh, if a landlord tries to make a claim against an owner, um, uh, against a landlord, this protects them as well, right? It's just documenting the process so that all of the facts are all kept straight and nobody can argue with them um, at all. So the first step of that process that we came up with is actually having all financially responsible tenants to the lease um, say that they are willingly terminating their lease and vacating the property. Now, a lot of landlords have uh, a, 
an addendum or a section in their lease um, anyways, where if the tenant stops paying rent, the lease is terminated automatically, right? In, this, uh, in that case, uh, I would still want to get this document signed by the tenants stating that they willingly are terminating their lease, right? Because that is a formal notice that they are quote unquote vacating the property, right? If they terminate their lease, they have no rights to live there. And if you get their signatures, they are uh, recognizing that fact. Um, and so it protects the landlord from any claims that you evicted a tenant unwillingly or unknowingly. Because at that point, they, they, they gave you notice in writing that they knew that they were vacating the property. Second step is that the, the tenant hands you all keys to the property um, and then you get in writing that they handed you all keys that they have in their possession. Um, so sometimes um, we, we provide two copies of every single key to, uh, to a tenant when they move in. So anytime uh, a tenant moves in, we give them two copies. Uh, sometimes we don't get all those copies back. Uh, and sometimes tenants, they, they just either forget to give them to you, they lose it, or they just don't want to give it to you for whatever reason. Um, so this actually is another step uh, in the process that shows that they are vacating the property and they know they're doing it and they are willingly doing it, right? Because how could how could a tenant claim that you evicted them improperly and that they had no clue what they were doing when they were giving you all the access they had to the property at that time, right? They were giving you all the keys that they had in their possession that they knew they had in their possession. Step three is make sure that all of the possessions of the tenants are either outside the property so they can pick it up, uh, if they're gonna pick it up later that day, they are, or they are already already moved out by the time uh, you get to the property or whoever you have got the property, right? So another big thing I hear about, especially when I talk about with other landlords, is you move a tenant out and they leave some stuff behind, you know, some sometimes it's just junk, sometimes it's trash, sometimes they leave uh, a scratched up coffee table uh, and then three months later, you get a notice saying that that was a family heirloom and it was worth $8,000 and now you have to pay that, right? So if all of their property is outside of the, the doors or they have signed a, a statement saying that they moved all the property that they wanted out already, they can't claim that. So you, you remove all the risk of that happening, right? So you just want a tenant to state that nothing of value of theirs is left within the property, right? So that just, that protects the landowner uh, and the landlord, and it also protects the tenant at that point as well. Also, um, I would highly suggest getting pictures. If they leave anything in the property, always get, always take a walkthrough video, get a picture of anything that's left in the property that you can reference in case any claim like this pops up. So if they say grandma's gold earrings that were worth $15,000 were left in the property, you have pictures of everything that was in the property, and that's not the case, right? There may have been a couple paper clips, but grandma's gold earrings weren't on the floor. So that's that that definitely helps you out in that case. The fourth, the fourth step we have is take a walkthrough video of the entire property inside and out, narrating any damage that the tenants caused. So you should always have your move-in checklist right there with you. You should be filling it out at the same time pretty much. You have your move-in checklist so you know if any damages existed beforehand and any damages that are new that had to have been caused by the tenant need to be narrated in a video. Also, um, if the tenants are still at the property, make sure you get them in the video because then that is, that, that is another step in the process. It shows a timeline that the tenants were at the house when all of their stuff was moved out, that the tenants moved it out, that you didn't force them to move it out, and that they were there willingly, right? So it's just another 
another piece of information that corroborates the landlord's story that a tenant moved out willingly. That's all you want to do. You want to have all of the information together so that a tenant cannot claim for any reason that they were un that they unwillingly moved out of their property. And if you have five pieces of information, a video, three, three signed documents, copies of all their keys, a document that says all their stuff was out of the property, they can't claim anything uh, at that point. They can't claim that they left anything on the property that they wanted. They can't claim that you moved them out of the property um, against their will because they signed all of these documents and they willingly moved out. So it's just another piece of information to protect you. And the fifth step, and I highly recommend, if you don't follow any of the other steps, follow this step. Change the locks when the tenants moved. So there's a company called Landlord Locks that a lot of landlords that we know use um, where you can just change the inner workings and your master key will still work on the lock. Highly suggest looking at that. Or uh, you could go to Lowe's, buy a $15 quick set uh, and just change the lock and it comes with like three or four copies and you just change the lock right then and there. But you do not want to leave that property without changing the locks, right? Because you can have tenant, and we've heard stories uh, all the time, a tenant that hates the landlord for evicting them, for not paying rent, and they come back and they get access to the property and they just trash it. And then everyone, everyone's out at that point. Maybe the homeowner has insurance, maybe the homeowner's insurance doesn't cover it, who knows, but it's just a big waste of time and a big waste of money. So if you don't follow any of those steps, always follow that fifth step, always change the locks, at the property that you have evicted a tenant on. Always protect the home, always protect the homeowner, and that is the best way to do it. So those are the five steps that we came up with. Actually, it was a much larger process that we had whittled down to those five steps. We combined a couple of things. Uh, we also had to make sure that we were, we were within our legal rights to ask a tenant to sign all of these um, and through talking with uh, some of our representatives and some other property managers realized that we were and came up with that five-step process. Yeah, and that's a great process. And so every time uh, we move a tenant out now, we follow that process uh, as, as we just described it. Now, if, um, if one of our landlords uh, that's watching this wants to get a hold of our process, modify it, use it, uh, where can they go do that? You could visit our blog online. If you go to swampropertymanagement.com slash blog, You'll see our blog right there. It's called Moving a Tenant Out of a Property. Um, and uh, it's a pretty pretty quick read. Spend five or 10 minutes looking it over. Take that process, use whatever parts you want of it. Um, see whatever works with how you guys uh, who are watching this do business. Um, but always um, those five, I can't really think of any, any other step that I would add or any step that I would remove because I really want all five of those steps right in there. And I would highly suggest using all of them. Yeah, so we would highly encourage you to log on to our site uh, to take a look at that process. Uh, use it as is for your own move outs or adapt it uh, for your own purposes. And if, um, if a landlord wanted to take a look at the supporting documents that we use as well, uh, how would they get a hold of those? So if you go to Swarm Property Management slash content, every document that we use uh, that is not proprietary, is right there online examples of five and seven day letters documents that you need from the government to file for some repossession all sorts of things are on there um, I would highly suggest using those even if you have your own reference those if you need to to see what you're missing or what you're not uh, or what you're including that you shouldn't uh, and just get an idea of what professionally made documents uh, look like 
Yeah, so lots of resources on our site uh, to help you, uh, just give you practical content to really help you as a landlord. So uh, any final thoughts before we go ahead and head out? No, that's uh, pretty much that's pretty much it. I would highly recommend making your own process. This is the process that works with us for, for the systems that we use, all of our software that we use. Just have some type of process, bare minimum. And always, 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 if you don't follow any of the steps but one, change the locks on a property when a new tenant moves out. It's, it'll save you headaches, months and months of headaches, and thousands of dollars in, in damages uh, from, from tenants that don't like you for doing your job. Uh, and I would highly recommend following it. Just $15 set of locks for possibility of months of headaches and thousands of dollars. So just do that. All right. Well, thanks for taking this time with us on the Landlord's Resource. And uh, we will see you on another video. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in today. We are extremely appreciative that you would spend some of your time with us. It would mean the world to me, and I mean the world, if you would leave a like, rating, or review. We would love to see some of your feedback.